Alright guys, pictures up. Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. Welcome to the show, I'm Dude Bolton. <laughs> and I'm Penn Ketchum. What's, What's up? up? David already got me busting a gut. Yeah. Before we even started. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Sure. Well, Penn's over here bragging about how. Bragging. He's like, you know, you can buy. I'm not sure bragging is the right word. You, you can buy Penn Cinema Barbie shirts. Going to be able to buy Penn Cinema Barbie shirts because. Our st we, if you were here over the weekend, which I'm sure you were, right? Because everybody was here over the weekend. Yeah, it was just like old times. Yeah, it was. It really was. It was yeah. awesome. It, it was, was so, cool. so much fun and huge. Shout out to the entire team, especially Drew Schaefer. Yeah, I mean, my man, he built that Barbie box, mm. put together the balloon wall, planned all the the raffle, not the raffles, the prizes. The giveaway. Yeah. Shout out to David Moulton. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Go <laughs> on. Please tell me more. <laughs> but it was it was an incredibly fun night. Yeah, it was so cool. Yeah, and so many Barbies. So many Barbies. Everybody dressed up. There was um, scientist Barbie, fashion mm. Barbie, glamour Barbie, and workout then, Barbie. Workout Barbie. My favorite was the woman who held up the doll, and she goes. This Barbie. I'm this one, yeah. I'm this one. Yeah. <laughs> and she pointed yeah. to it. She was with the group with the lady. We said, what Barbie are you? And she said, I don't know. Whatever one's in the movie that yeah. dresses like this. <laughs> I'm the one in the movie with a jumpsuit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what she's doing in a jumpsuit, but I'm her. <laughs> it was great. Everybody dressed up, and David and I gave away some prizes. We had mm. costume contests. Did we do two or three? Two. Two. It's great fun. The only problem was we, we identified five people we wanted to to like have a contest with. Yeah, we were like, come on down. And then somehow every both times we turned around and there's ten people. Right, <laughs> like, right. It was like double the amount of people that we pointed at. I think I think there was a failure of communication. It couldn't have been us. That's the thing. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also shout out to Kayla. Yeah. Who, who helped helped us, helped us out. But anyway, one of the things that made the night so much fun. Well big shout out to Cowgirl Barbie. Oh yeah. Who claims Right she was going to listen to the show so she could get a prize. So one of the prizes was, <laughs> this was so funny. We were like, who listens? We we had like cool prizes. Yeah. And then we also had like a the bag. The coolest of, prize. And, and then we also had a bag of Wilbur Buds. Yeah. That happened to be, for whatever reason, pink. I think they were left mm. over from Breast Cancer Awareness Month or something. Seven anyway, years ago. Right. <laughs> 1975. Yeah. But anyway, so we were like, well, who? It was like the theater was packed. Slammed. Packed. Every single seat, right? Mm -hmm. Even the front rows, high energy, excitement. And we're like, this first prize is going to go to our favorite Penn Cinema podcast listeners. Who here listens to the show? And then <laughs> not even the crickets were chirping. There weren't even crickets. <laughs> not even the crickets. Quietest room I've ever been in. I was like, you could record an album in here. And <laughs> right. No problem. <laughs> right, right. So this... This lady in the back quick raises her hand. 
Yeah. And it's like, I do. And then we were like, do you really? And she was like, no. <laughs> but then she said she would. Yeah. So shout out to Cowgirl Barbie, who obviously yeah. is listening probably I mean, right now. She wouldn't. Barbie doesn't lie. No. Barbie does not. If we learned anything from the movie. <laughs> yeah. Barbie does not lie. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. That's <laughs> so funny. So that's our goal. In 2024. We're going to do the same thing, prize giveaway, yeah. at the biggest movie of the year. And and when we say listeners, there's going to be like 100 of them competing. Right. You know. And we're going to be like, sorry, we only have one Wilbur Bud. Right. Sorry. <laughs> a right. single right. Wilbur Bud. Bud. Yeah. yeah, not a bag. <laughs> oh, the single Wilbur Bud is in a bag. Yeah. Oh, we, but yeah. It's, yeah, you know. A big one because we ate the other ones. <laughs> right. The bag was opened. <laughs> you can't help us. It may or may not have been other Wilbur Buds before we got to it. Right, right. But there was so many guys. Even today walking in, I saw people dressed mm-hmm. up, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. It was, there was a thing in the paper about it and everything. Yeah. No, so it was cool. so cool. It was really great. And one of the things that made the evening special was all of our staff were wearing pink mm. Barbie Penn Cinema t-shirts. So, what you, so what, you, what you got is you got a pink shirt, pink yeah. t-shirt, mm. and you got the Penn Cinema spelled across the chest right. in Barbie font. Mm. Like if you can picture that, right? Yeah. Barbie font. Yeah. So it was really great. And I was telling David, um, we... We had so many people wanting to buy a shirt right. that Drew and I were like, we ought to have merch. Mm-hmm. So let's have, so we called the lady who made the t-shirts and we were like, we want a hundred more shirts. Yeah. And she was like, that's great. Except I don't have enough ink to make hundreds. So I'll sell you 50. Right. So we have 50 t-shirts, 50 Barbie Penn cinema shirts. And by the time you're listening to this podcast, I guarantee they're already sold out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I said, what about, these pen cinema podcast t-shirts that I get asked about on a weekly basis. On a daily. Yeah. yeah. Like no, no joke. Like, yeah. I mean, there's joking. Right. And then there's and then, me telling right. you that I, I right. do literally get asked right. like, at least once a week. Right. Why don't you guys have t-shirts? Uh, we I'd ought to have t-shirts. Yeah. I'd buy a t-shirt. But what was the reason you said that? Well, they, she, the lady said we ran out of pink ink. Well, she had already run out of the black. Well, ink. All she had left was the pink. All she had left was the pink. And we used up the last of that. Yeah. So oh, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. That checks out. Well, there wasn't enough cotton for the fabric. Well, there was only pink cotton. Right. Yeah. And we, we were saving it for the Barbie shirts. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> no, that, that makes sense. So if, that's, if you're wondering where right. the Pensive Podcast t-shirts right. are, supply versus demand right. issues, supply chain issues. Right. And the only reason. Right. That's it. That, yeah. That's it. Yeah. That ain't nothing. So podcast yeah. at Pensive.com. You know, if you I, want, if, I still have the list. If you want that supply chain to like clear up, I, I still have that list. The last time we put out a shout out, mm. I guarantee you it's grown. People okay. are, I get, I get, that, I literally get that question once mm. a week. Yeah. Where, where are the t shirts? We have a list of people who we're going to give t shirts to. Yeah. And then we have a list of people we're going to sell t shirts to. Right. <laughs> We're making a list. We're, we're checking it twice. What do you have to do to be the guy that I sell a shirt to? Yeah. yeah. How can I get you to sell me a shirt? Thanks for listening. Give me 20 bucks. I'll give you a shirt. Yeah. I guarantee eventually you'll have a shirt. <laughs> What's the old comic thing? I gladly pay you now for a hamburger later. No, I'll gladly pay you tomorrow for a hamburger today. Today, yeah. Yeah. That's where we're at. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It would oh, be man. really funny. I'm glad this hasn't happened. Mm. But <laughs> it would be really funny if some entrepreneurial listener 
like made their own t-shirts. <laughs> don't don't do it. Don't tempt certain people. Don't do it. Yeah. Who's our guy? Tony Baloney. Tony Baloney. Would, would totally. Tony <laughs> Baloney's like magic. Shady Lady did it. Shady Lady did. Yeah. yeah. But she only made enough for us. She got a, what'd she do? Like a sample? Well, she specifically went and got beanies for us. Right. I got a t-shirt and an apron. Yeah. I think I yeah. got an apron too. I gave it away for um, uh, Christmas gifts. <laughs> yeah. I gave the hat away. <laughs> I did. I still have the other two. I think Marley has it. But the, the t-shirt is bright neon yellow. Right. It's like only wear this when you want right. to be seen from Mars. Right. Whenever I'm doing flag work out on the road, mm. that's that's what I wear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then it's great because it's great high visibility for the show. So everyone yeah. who's driving by, they're stopped waiting for me to turn the stop sign. And, and on it, it says, check out our new email. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's the, that is true. That's great. She said when they when they... When she said to put that on, they go, people don't usually say it's our new email. <laughs> She's like, this is not normal yeah, not, people. These definitely not normal people. These are not usual guys. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of unusual yes. guys. Yes. Mm-hmm. We got news this week. Please. And by news, I mean not. We got daily. some news. Some news. Let's start off with the nitty gritty. Uh, the SAG <sighs> after strike is continuing on and it's getting not so great. It's getting bad. It's getting bad. Now, let's talk about this. I want to t- talk about, I've um, had some conversations with people who don't, aren't familiar with the situation. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to point things out mm. for people who may not be, they hear us talking about it. And they're, What's the big deal? Tom Cruise has all the money in the world. Right. That's not the point. That's not the point. Mm. We're talking about so many other people other than Tom Cruise, the everyday working actors. You look at actors who were on shows like Orange is the New Black or um, think of any current streaming popular show. One that you're like, these people are on the top of their game, Mm -hmm. right? And then you're like, why don't I ever see them at the red carpets? The actors are speaking out now that they didn't have, like some of them are saying, I didn't have enough money to get to the red carpet. So I, I couldn't go or like I can't, they can't afford health insurance used to be used to used to star in a show. Right. And, uh, and maybe you're on like seven or eight episodes or whatever. And then it airs on TV for 10 years and you draw in a couple bucks, you, you, um, more than a couple bucks. Mm. You draw in a decent amount of money. Like you do enough of those, you get a living wage and you can just kind of live off of that for the most part. Yeah. A lot of these actors on these big shows have to have second jobs outside of acting. Like we're talking like people don't like regulars on shows uh, because the pay is so cheap. And then the residuals that used to be hundreds of dollars, they were showing checks are coming out to like 80 cents for like a quarter. And then even if you look at what, um, I forget the actress's name, she broke down she got uh, like a was like one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for some role, and she's like, "All right, well, immediately fifty percent of that goes to tax, and then another fifty or seventy percent of that goes to pay her staff, her marketing, like her, her all of her agents." So she, yes, she got paid one hundred fifty dollars, one hundred fifty thousand dollars, but really, she only took home thirty thousand of that, mm. and maybe that's the only job she gets for the year. Mm. You know what I mean? And like, that seems like a lot, but then when you think about the fact mm-hmm. that it's only the only job that she did, you know, hypothetically. So what's the strike about though? Uh, 
Like, like I okay. So understanding what you just explained, it's not about yeah. Tom Cruise. It's about the working actors. Right. Is it that simple? Is it just pay us more? It's pay us a living wage, mm. but it's more than just a living wage. It's correct residuals for streaming because that's the biggest thing is that streaming has killed television and the DVD market. Blu-ray market, whatever you want to call it. Call so is it. there some kind of loophole where streaming doesn't count as residuals? Yes. Streaming does not count as broadcast television. Uh, it's a contractual thing. Gotcha. Now, someone, uh, I was reading a thing that they did, if you added up the amount of money that they are asking for, it's less than Mamma Mia 2 made. Yeah. So it's not right. that much. Well, that's like the old thing where you know people don't want to fund you know, whatever, you yeah, know, social, social network thing in the government. And it turns out to be like less than, you know, one aircraft, aircraft carrier. Right. Yeah. Like exactly. pers perspective is everything. Right. So, so do you think this will, somebody will come to their senses and no. the, st the studios will this step up? It's going to be rough. So here's what we have to talk about that. So Universal is one of the big ones. So a lot of the big guys mm. are are a part of the group of production studios that are what they call struck companies. Mm. So if a, a company is struck, you, you, the actors can't associate with them or the writers. It's two different groups striking, but basically for the same things. Um, I will say a good thing of news, just a little side panel, A24... Our friends at A24, basically when they came to the table and they're like, this is what we want, A24 said, yeah, sure, whatever you want. Signed off on it. So individual studios can sign off and the strike, and yeah. the striking actors can work with A24, but not Universal? Most of them want a Universal, like the, like, like the, the SAG-AFTRA wants like a Universal thing, and basically, but they have to go to each place to, to get it. So not every company is struck. A24 was just like, yeah, sure. And they agreed. So A24 films can continue on and can be promoted. Um, how they're promoted is weird because, like, you can't, the actors can't go on late night. So will you have some, like that. will you have some studios come back to life before other studios? Potentially. Generally, they'll probably all agree. Like, the studios have more strength, the big studios have more strength together. Obviously. Right. So they're going to, yeah. stick together but uh, a company like a24 so i i think that what we're gonna get mm. here is what i'm gonna call like a year of indies mm. year of indies we're gonna start we're gonna start seeing these lower budget shows all of a sudden have amazing writing amazing casts or whatever and you might not what's gonna happen i, I presume either a there's gonna be the people who still go to theaters because they love film they're gonna see it but then all of a sudden, you're going to have all these people who are like, well, this movie, I never heard of this. Like, what's this thing that, that you know, that yeah. Close was in? Like, I had, that's so crazy. Look at the cast on this. I never heard of it. Because as much as we love A24, let's be real. Like, a lot of their films kind of can go under the radar sometimes. Mm. Not Talk to Me. They got a big horror movie opening this weekend called Talk to Me. See? There you go. Yeah, exactly. So um, what's happening now is the production companies are basically like, we're gonna starve you out. Like once you can't afford rent anymore, you'll agree to our terms. Mm -hmm. And to make it worse, 
they've started pushing movies out mm. a year or two. Right now, the, the rumors are Dune 2, Aquaman 2, The Color Purple, that Warner Brothers is just going to say, all right, well, not just we're going to push it off a couple months to see what happens. They're just going to push it out a full year and be like, well, it's not coming out till next year. Hmm. Like, we, we, we're going to give it that long. But doesn't that screw Warner Brothers as bad as it screws the actors? That's the catch. See, the actors are saying you can't you can't promote these movies without us. Warner Brothers is saying, watch us. But now you just said two different things. What do you mean? If they're pushing it out a year. Well, they are kind of saying, well, look at Barbie. What about it? Actors can't promote Barbie. It's the biggest movie of the summer. It didn't seem to hurt Barbie. That's what I'm saying. So, but so it's it's it it can kind of go either way. Like they can either gamble, put their movie out and make what money they do, or they can say, well, you don't want to promote it, we'll just not put it out because then the actors don't get any residuals from it. I disagree. I think the opposite. I think that uh, the studios are all publicly traded. They're all owned by publicly traded companies. Mm -hmm. And as soon as they start pushing out their ability to make money, mm -hmm. their shares will decline and their stockholders will demand that they develop some sort of income. That could be. That could be. But when do they reach that point? I think it's That's, Labor Day. You think? I think it's September. Uh, here's one of the things that, uh, that Warner Brothers did that was, when I tell you, you're going to be like, I can't believe they did this. Have you heard about the trees? No. So where the strikers are striking in front of Warner Brothers on the street. In front of Warner Brothers or Universal? Um, Universal. Sorry. That's the correct term. In front of Universal. There's there's a street. And Wait, what do you mean correct term? Because Universal, doesn't Universal own Warner Brothers? No. Is Universal Warner Brothers? No. Universal and Warner Brothers are totally different. Okay, then it's Warner Brothers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So along the street there, there where they strike, where the line is, is lined every t 10 feet or so, 20, 10, 20 feet, are these giant ficus trees, big trees that shade the whole walkway. Yeah. Right? Cut those motherfuckers down. They cut them, they stumped them, <laughs> and they claimed this is this is normal. <laughs> That's so evil. If you see them, these like if you know about trees, yeah. you know that this is not, one, not the time. Which you do. And two, yeah, and two, the wrong way to do it. Right. And then they said they claimed this is normal. It's our prerogative to cut the trees. It just so happens that you're striking right. while we're doing this. Right. Live with it. You're in the heat. Yeah. Turns out City owns those trees. City maintains those trees. Warner Brothers did not have permission to do that and is now getting fined by the city. So I mean that just proves how like blatantly evil it was they probably like nobody will nobody will catch us or question us well the fine is what a couple hundred bucks maybe even it's if it's nothing even if it's ten thousand bucks like right. these guys deal in big numbers they don't care right so anyway things are not so great for the strike right now well that's terrible and um my heart goes out to the actors but i do think that the studios cannot afford to just tank for a year or six months or three months. I hope. They can't. I guess we'll see. Because, I mean, <clears throat> the story that you just said was like, oh, the studios are like, we're going to starve you out. Yeah. And the actors are like, we're going to starve you out. The actors are, it's more like the actors are like, we're already starving. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, Our life already sucks. I'm I'm a barista, you know. Yeah. I'm already working a, at Target. I have a major motion picture out and I'm, right. you know, still waiting tables. Right, right, right. 
So, all right. Well, anyway, on happier news, AMC, speaking of massive, brilliant, smart companies, has now dropped. Remember when they announced this, the sightline pricing, and I was like, this is stupid. It'll never work. Well, apparently they heard the show, and now they've decided to drop it. Yeah, they did some testing and found zero like right. <laughs> zero people went for it right and uh so there we go i guess we won't do that yeah yeah womp, womp. so who would have known who would have thought that we would have the hot scoop <laughs> right here that big poop right here on airport road yeah. speaking of poop uh the blue beetle <laughs> speaking of warner brothers yeah blue beetle uh a fish one of the the some it's not the official first DCU movie, but it's supposedly in the universe. What we discussed this last week. What what was the official first Superman movie? Legacy? Superman Legacy, which has yet to drop. Right, it, we've yeah. not seen They've that done yet. The casting, right? But yeah, right. So this was supposed to be a big movie, and now they're saying they're projecting at its best, it'll do seventeen million. Who said it was going to be a big movie? Opening weekend. Well, originally they were like, this is going to be big. And then the flash bombed. <laughs> and then they were like, Wah! and they're, now they're looking at like a $17 million opening at a, like a almost $200 million budget. <laughs> it's not great. How did Guardians of the Galaxy 3 do? I don't remember. I think it did okay. Yeah. Yeah. The reason why I ask is because Drew and I had this conversation this morning. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about, we're going to bring back a bunch of the biggest movies of the year in, se- oh. in September. September. Yeah, so we were planning that this morning, and yeah. we were reviewing all the biggest titles. Super Mario Brothers as a big oh, yeah, title this sure. year, right? That was actually the biggest title this mm. year. Um, Barbie is already our 11th, after three days of business, is already our 11th biggest yeah. title of the year. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, where do you think that fits in? you think that cracked the top 10? I feel like it was hot for a hot minute. It was hot for a hot minute, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was our number two movie. Really? <laughs> I was Drew and I were laughing and I was like, oh, it's too bad Guardians did no business or we could, you know, look at that. And then it, later we were like actually crunching the numbers and Drew was like, hey, remember that movie you told me that was such a disappointment? I was like, yeah. And he's like, it was our number two movie. What was number one? Was it Spider-Man? Mario. Oh, Mario. Oh, Mario yeah, was number cool. one. Yeah, Guardians yeah, yeah. was number two. And Spidey was number three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's because you know what happened? It had an incredibly disappointing opening weekend, but then it played and played and played uh, and yeah. played. Because I feel like it, a lot of people saw it. Yeah. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, I don't think Blue Beetle is going to go down that road, but um, yes, yeah, it's, it's just funny. The game, like, it's just such an interesting game of expectations. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Speaking of expectations. Indeed. Uh, that's called a segue. Yes. <laughs> Someone well, I t- could tell by your crown. Someone told me the <laughs> other day, they were like, you guys started going off talking about how cool your segues were, and I got so bad. I'm like, move on already. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Wait, 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 wait. I know. we got to explore this a little bit. Yeah, I know. So you you got some kind of problem. We provide you world-class segues. Segwation. Yes. Oh, segwation. Segwation. Yeah. Our yeah. segwation is world class yeah we provide it for you and then because we're not sure we provide the extra service of making sure that you saw the segue yeah you're aware that the segue should right we wanted you to appreciate it yeah we gave you that extra minute you know to soak it all in yeah and now what 
There's your shirt. Segwation appreciation. Yeah, what's up? Segwation nation. Segwation nation. That's what I just going to say. (laughs) That's going to be my Penn Cinema podcast shirt. I love it. Yep, Segwation nation. Well, in the Segwation nation, we're going to be talking about Oppenheimer next week. Mm. At our live show. What's that? At our live show. What? Our live show? What? Are you talking about the one... At Complete and Box and Effort of Pennsylvania? I don't know if you read about this. It's at noon. It was in all the papers. It was in all the yeah, papers. Yeah, it was in all the papers at high yeah. noon. Not regular noon. Right. High noon. High noon. At the Complete and Box. What if we put out a press release about this? I'm gonna. You, please. I will. Like, don't even joke uh, around. No, I swear like, to God. Act like it's the coolest I will carbon ever. copy you. Yes, please. <laughs> I will carbon copy you and post a copy of the press release on our Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did it, guys. Right. <laughs> they might not report on it, right. but we did it. <laughs> Um, so one of the big things about this is it was shot on IMAX. Yes. IMAX. IMAX film. Well, was it shot on IMAX film or was it shot on digital cameras and transitioned to, boy, it takes some of the magic out of yeah, it, I think it, was, it. I think it was shot on film. Mm, was it though? I don't know. No. Yeah, it was ah. because I was, I heard that that was the big thing. Ah. It was shot on film. It mm. should be. Because the whole thing is the format. This was like of, if you were going to put your pinky out. Mm-hmm. Which a lot of people you, did. A lot of people did. Right. You should go see this at IMAX. But if you wanted to put your pinky, you know, some people put their pinky out right. so far, it touches right. the back of their, <laughs> right. their, their wrist. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're going to do that, you have to see it in digital or in um, print. In print, and what you do is in that scenario, yeah. what you're required to do. I don't they, they they I don't know if they still write it on the ticket or not, but what you're required to do is have your pinky out and cross your legs. Oh, like, like the, it's like this look. Oh, mm, yes, I believe I'm here to right. see Oppenheimer. Right, you can't relax. No, because that implies that you're enjoying something. We're talking clenched. Right. Right, full, fully clenched. Fully clenched. You cannot relax and have a good time. No. God forbid you smile. We don't want you sharing, no. you know. And when you walk out, if you have a single good thing to say no. about this movie, then you we know. keep it to yourself <laughs> right. and block about it later. Then we know you're a fake. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, the color was kind of off. <laughs> <laughs> so people were actually driving pretty far. Okay, so. And long. If we can cut through all the hilarity that mm. we just shared. Yeah, I mean, this was pretty funny. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what, what we're saying is you can see, I want to go back a step and provide yeah. you with an extra layer because there's another layer I'm not sure if you know about. We're like an onion, my dude. There's four formats mm. of this movie. Four. Three are available at Penn Cinema. Whoa. One, I'm going to work backwards. Okay. The one that you're talking on about. The pinky. On the pinky, of course. Yeah. Is IMAX on 70 millimeter film. Mm. 11 miles long is how long the reel is for this. So you're saying there's the film reel, which is actual like touchable film like the old days, which by the way is 70 millimeters, which means it's gigantic, Mm -hmm. really big pieces of film. And what you're saying is when it coils around, when you uncoil it, it's 11 miles long. Right. Wow. And this is where, this is the, this is the issue. This is where it got weird. Right. It's too much film for the machines. Right. And it's literally like people are driving like hour or two to go see this because, you know, right. their pinkies are that far out. Right. Right. They're going, they're like driving on the road, hand out, pinky out the window. <laughs> so everyone knows they're on their way to Oppenheimer. It's breaking the IMAX 
projectors. Like like we're, a lot of places are breaking down, like just not able to to get it to function for the whole movie because it's putting such a strain on the machines. That and if you look up pictures of it, it's so insanely big. It's crazy. It's a great example in my mind of just being so uppity yeah. that you cross into stupid. Right. Yeah, it's it's access excess to its limit. It's just stupid. Yeah. So I recommend if you're seeing it in digital or seeing IMAX, go to a digital theater. Yeah, so. I mean, okay, so the four formats. Yeah, yeah. There is the 70 millimeter, mm-hmm. which is large and insane. And we've heard stories, the Chinese theater in Los Angeles, man's Chinese theater. Yeah. Um, they had to do construction on their booth to be able to fit the print in the IMAX booth. Some, this was supposed to be so big. Some people, some places were like reinstalling right. their reel-to-reel right. IMAX projectors. Right. No, that's dumb. Yeah. Okay. So you can see it in 70 millimeter IMAX. Yeah. Or you can see it at my theater in IMAX. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. Massive full-scale IMAX. Mm-hmm. What I'm getting to, which I don't think people are reporting about, which is interesting, is the other, there's two more formats. <gasps> You would think there's one more format. The gasp. You can leave it. You can watch it over here yeah. in our regular on-screen, you know, massive digital theaters. Right. But what's interesting is we were provided two formats of the same movie. One is in scope, which is more of a rectangular picture. Okay. And one is flat, which is a square picture, which oh. better mimics the, the IMAX screen. What's interesting is, and this is a really subtle point, but it's fascinating to me. It's the first time I've ever remembered getting this option from a, from a studio, but I think it's a really great option. So if you're in theater one, which is a little bit smaller, more intimate, beautiful place to see a movie. I love seeing movies in theater one, but the, the, the masking, the, the film, the screen is at its default in flat. So, so it's a perfectly, the whole gigantic screen is square. Yeah. And if we show a scope movie, we bring the masking in from top to bottom to make a rectangular. If you watch a movie in theater five, which is our biggest auditorium, which is another beautiful, great place to see a movie, the screen is defo- is naturally in scope. And if you show a flat movie, the masking comes in from the side to make the screen square. Right. So what Universal did, which I think was really smart and really cool, is they sent us a flat formatted version and a scope formatted version. So w- when you come in to see Oppenheimer, if it happens to be in theater one, you're going to be watching a flat format, which means it's going to look perfect on the flat screen. Wow. No masking. And if you come in and see it in theater five, you're going to see a scope version. So it's going to take up the whole screen. Again, no masking. Right. Really cool. I think it's really cool that they did that. And it shows somebody thinking about where the movie is going to be projected. Right. So as, as much as I'm saying, oh, this debacle with 70 millimeter is just stupidity at its finest. Mm. I will also give credit where credit is due. Really smart and cool that they gave us a flat version and a scope version. Because when I play a flat version in theater five, those, that masking comes in. Yeah. You know what I mean? And somebody's going to be looking at that going, well, I wish it was on the whole screen. Right. You know what I mean? I think people probably notice the masking more when it switches from ads to the theater. When right. It op- when it opens up. That's Absolutely. You're usually like, oh, hey, look, it's getting bigger. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so yeah. Uh, Oppenheimer has been a complicated uh, movie, but Christopher Nolan, we love him. He's the best. Dark Knight. Mm. 
Interstellar, mm-hmm. Dunkirk, Tenet. Tenet? James Bond. James what? 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 Did he do a James Bond? Well, what in our next article, our next headline reveals that Christopher Nolan has once again, which leads you to believe that he's lobbying for yeah. this, has once again shared his admiration for the James Bond franchise and revealed that it would be, quote, an amazing privilege, end quote, to direct a film featuring the Brit super spy. In a new interview, Christopher Nolan admitted that he would gladly accept the opportunity if presented at the right moment. I always want you to know something. I really like Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Yeah. And given the opportunity, I would totally get a walk on, maybe even a speaking role. Wow. Wow. I'm just saying that if the opportunity were to arrive, you would. I. I would not turn it down. I mean, okay. I respect that yeah. show enough yeah. to give it my time. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's great. And I would like to take this moment to share my admiration for the New England Patriots. Oh, oh yeah? Yeah. And I would I will reveal that in, it would be, for me, an amazing privilege to play for to the New the England Patriots. Yeah, right? to cl- catch a ball, throw a ball. Yeah. You know, I'd even uh, block. I don't need to be do all that I, I, Absolutely. If the opportunity arose, would you score a point? If it was at the right moment. Oh, okay. All right. It's got to be the right time. got to be. Right place. You know, David, I got a lot going on. Yeah. I got a lot on my plate. Yeah. I can't just drop everything to go play for the Patriots. Your name's on the building. I'm saying. Yeah. You know. Come on. That's pen with two ends, not one. You've got a lot going on. Sucker. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. So I guess he wants to do a Bond movie. Oh, here it comes. <laughs> That's all the news fit to print. Okay. Let's move on to trailers. I, I desperately want to move on to trailers, oh. but can we just, can I just share a comment? Yeah, please. I think it would be freaking awesome. Are you going to share it? For Christopher Nolan to direct James Bond. Oh, okay. To do a trilogy yeah, yeah. like he did at Dark Knight. Uh, ooh, I would love that. Yeah. With the right person is James Bond. Do it to it. Yeah. Who would Ooh. be the, who would be his Bond? I still like Ichabod Elbow Crane. He doesn't want to do it though. I know, but I still like him for it. <laughs> What's his real name? I forget. I have his fake name so he'll just elbow? It it just Elba. It'll just Elba. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> we call him Ichabod Elbow Crane. <laughs> so long. It's, it's, it can't even remember his original right. name. Yeah. That's there's somebody else in my life like that. I forget who it is. It's a real person, and I tease them by calling them the wrong name so much mm. that now I can't remember which is the correct name and which is the joke. Yeah. So I can't address them by anything. I think it's one of the kids downstairs, and I can't I can't remember which is right and which is the joke. So now I can't address them by anything. I just say, "Hey, how you doing, man?" Yeah, that's it. The owner of my job called me Daryl for years. <laughs> years, and I never corrected him. No, why would you? To the point now when he says it's my name, you can tell that there's like he's like. David. <laughs> That's great. All right. Trailers, 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 trailers. trailers, trailers. First trailers. up, we have a trailer for the Marvels. I got to say, pretty good. Yes. Right? Yes. I, were Surprisingly you, good. Have you been hearing negative stuff about this? Yeah, but there's a lot of negative stuff about Miss Mar- or Captain Marvel. Yeah. But yeah. I think after watching this trailer, it's unnecessary. Yeah. I think it looks good. I like the girls team. It's about time. Yeah. For like, there's enough women in the Marvel yeah. universe now. It's like, it should have happened by now. Yeah. 
I think the premise is cool. Yeah. Like they're tied in by their powers. Switching places. Are there any Marvel movies between this and Marvel between today and Marvels? No. Okay. So I really hope that we as a collective world can get all the little negativity snipes out of our mm. system. We have all of July. We have another week of July. Yeah. Then we have all of August, all of September, all of October to be negative. Yeah. You can have three months of talking about how you have superhero fatigue mm. and then get it out of your system. And then on November 10th, can we all just have a positive attitude and enjoy this movie? This, this movie does look like it's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I have hopes. I do too. I, it, Mar Marvel needs it needs something solid. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be great as much as it just needs to be good. Like what was the name of the show good. with the girl, Miss Marvel? Miss Marvel. Yeah. She's, so she's in it. She's in it. Yeah. And yeah. remember how much we loved that show, even yeah. though it was TV. It has some weak points, but it's overall it's yeah. good. So good. Yeah. So good. All right. Great trailer. Was was that your trailer of the week? No. Yeah, me neither. No, my trailer of the week might surprise you. Okay. Okay. Uh, next, we have Gran Turismo trailer two. This is the second time this trailer has been made. The same trailer. No, it had some other stuff. It had some slight it. other stuff. Yeah. It had a great moment where the kid pukes on the racetrack and David Harbour yeah. says, you puked on my lawn. That was in the first trailer, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. This trailer is a lot like the first trailer. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's race cars. Yeah. This, it doesn't this, look horrible or anything. This opens just, August yeah. 11th in IMAX. And actually, there's going to be... It might a, be cool in IMAX. Yeah, I think so. And there's going to be a screening, I want to say August 10th or 9th, um, in IMAX featuring live. <gasps> so you watch the movie, and then there's a lot after the movie, there's a live, or maybe it's before, um, Q&A with the stars of the Wait, movie. You mean live, like we're going to be live next Saturday at Complete and Box at 12 Complete noon? and Box at noon? Yeah. High noon or regular noon? Well, high noon, high for noon. sure. Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Next one was a kind of of a surprise. Yeah, you don't. Know, I'm feeling you're not feeling it. Uh, it's Nandor, Fodor, and the talking mongoose. What has me interested is it's quirky, and it's got our boy Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg in it. No. Okay, go on. No. Go on. I'm listening. I think it looks like it could be funny, quirky, funny. I'm not saying, like, stop the presses, but I am saying when there's no other movies out here in a couple months. Do you like McDonald's? I'm sure enough. Like, like nothing wrong with it, you no. know, but, you know. So, you get you get what you get from McDonald's, right? Sure. And then somebody comes along, and they're like, we have this amazing chicken cordon bleu sandwich. Right. And I'm going to tell you about this sandwich, and yeah. it's so good. Yeah. And you start thinking about how good it's going to be. Yeah. And then you say, where do I get it? And they say McDonald's. And you're like, ooh. It's because you saw Saban. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they do something that was good recently? I, I'm not trying to bash an entire studio. I'm just trying to be honest about mm. my opinions. Yeah, they don't do great things. Yeah. The next one is the creator, Trailer 2 from 20th Century. Oh. We're still rolling out 20th Century content, I see. Yeah. Yeah. This looks amazing. Is this your trailer of the week? No. Yeah. This looked good. I didn't, I, I, <laughs> I think amazing is a strong word. I love the story and I love the visuals. Yeah. Whether or not they go together. Right. 
<laughs> I think because the, the visuals look like paintings from like a, a tabletop game to me. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I want to be right playing that game. I want to play. Yeah. Does it work as a movie? We'll see. Yeah, I feel the exact same. I think same Hans way. Zimmer's doing the the. Oh, I think I read that somewhere. Oh, you read that somewhere. I read it. Somewhere. I read it. Yeah, yeah, I I read it from you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this one I really liked. We're talking about a haunting in Venice trailer number two. Yeah, I thought the first trailer was good, but this one I thought was even better. Yes, yes, this was a great trailer. It got me kind of pumped. Yeah. Did and you then, did you know what it was for at first? Yeah. It took me a second. Yeah. Because it plays like a horror movie. It does. Yeah. And I think it's going to be dark. It's going to have. It's going to be dark. It's going to have the spookies. And of course, by the end, he's going to be like, "It was Mr. Mustard with the, you know, <laughs> with the smoky, pipe. Yeah, yeah, in the know. billiards room. Like there'll be a reason that it's not yeah. scary at the end. Yeah. But maybe just a little bit of maybe it was scary. I always say. No lead pipes are allowed in my billiards room. That's I, you, yeah. one time I came right. over. There was that time, yeah. and I was like, "I, you don't mind if I bring my lead pipe in, right? Do you?" And you're like, "I prefer if you." And I and I pointed yeah. to the sign that is on the wall right outside of my billiards room that right. says "No lead pipes." Right, and I looked. At, I saw one right. on the table. Right. Shit, Damn it! Take this out the car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is this your trailer of the week, Migration? It's not. It's not. Okay. Of the, week. the next movie is called Migration from uh, Illumination. Illumination. Yeah. Illumination with the Migration. The company that brought you Super Mario Brothers, pretending like they had anything to do with why that was a And Despicable franchise. Me Too. I'll give you that. No, I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to defend it. I This, this looks cute. It'll be a good kids movie. This is going to be a great yeah. kids movie. It looks and cute. Aquafina in it. That last scene with Aquafina, where she's like, "Follow me closely," right. and keeps getting hit by cars <laughs> and stuff. Okay, maybe not so close. <laughs> that part had me chuckling pretty good. It was there was a lot of laughs, like right at the beginning when the little duck was like, "He loves her, and wants to marry her," and he goes, "That's not what I said." And the little duck goes, "He said it with his eyes." <laughs> All right, I guess by process of elimination, the uh, last trailer is our trailer. Our trailer. Our trailer. Our, trailer of the our week. shared trailer of the week. I'm so happy for that because this looked so great. Penn and David on the same page again. What up? What's up? Wow! <laughs> uh, the Holdovers. Yeah. Starring Paul, Paul Giamatti, Giamatti, who apparently was perfectly cast. I'll tell you, this was my trailer of the week before it finished. <laughs> but. The freeze frame at the end when the title comes on is like that is just absolutely gold. So this is a trailer. You're listening to the show, so you obviously like movies. Yeah. Um, go watch this trailer. Yeah, this is a movie lovers trailer, I think. Yeah, you might be right. That's a good yeah. way of putting it. Yeah. It reminds me of um, what's that movie with Robin Williams, where they're at the, they're away at the school. It's a oh, famous. Captain, my captain. No, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the scene. Yeah, the English teacher. Yeah, something like patient, that. The English patient. This looks. This looks similar. <laughs> this looks similar. Titanic. <laughs> Godfather. Yeah. Jaws. <laughs> Scarface. Scarface. That's it. That's it's Scarface. One. That's, That's the one, the one. I think. <laughs> Robin Williams in Scarface. Yeah. Where's the teacher? You remember. <laughs> Everyone loves that one. Imagine Robin Williams develop, uh, delivering that line. Say hello to my little crazy friend. Hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> Uh, the Holdovers, starring Paul Giamatti. This looks so... I want to watch a trailer again. It looks funny, and it looks touching. 
like Paul Giamma, it reminds me of Sideways, and it's made by the same guy who did Sideways. Yeah, that's why it reminds me of some. And I, I, guess, I guess, yeah, I love Sideways. I remember I went up to the Midtown Theater. I need to rewatch Sideways. It's very su- the comedy is so subtle. I remember I went to see it in Midtown. Uh, you know Midtown? Yeah, yeah, I do. I didn't know that you've been up there. Yeah, yeah. That used to be where I had to go to see the indie stuff. Okay, yeah. yeah. Where do you go now? Penn uh, Cinema. Penn Cinema or right. Zoe. Or Zoe. Yeah. yeah. So went up there. Um, it's been a long time since I've been up there. Anyway, went up there, and uh, we were was like maybe a couple of us in the theater. The Big O, <laughs> Yo Jimbo, and I. We're watching it, and there's this scene that it's so subtle. It's It's not meant to be... As funny as it is, it, Paul Giamatti walks in the room and he Hayden Christian's laying face down on the bed. He's like, let's go. And the way Hayden Christian stands up, it's just like, it's like robot. I don't know. It cracked us up so bad. We were dying in the theater laughing at it. It's hard to explain. I can't remember the name of that movie that I'm thinking of, but it's an iconic movie. With Robin Williams? Yeah. Did we remember it? No, but it's the one where he's the teacher. It's yeah, oh, Captain, yeah. my captain. Yeah, but how am I not? Okay, I'm sorry. I, I, I got Look, stuck. Look, if you want to talk about Robin Williams, I had a conversation about him today. Did talking you? about how great, yeah, we're talking about I how. I swear to God. I swear. We're talking about how great Mrs. Doubtfire is. Yeah, great movie. Right? And then we were like, well, he, was, he wasn't he was that old in that. It was drive-by fruiting. Yeah, he was probably in his in his 40s. Like, right. he was our age. Yeah. So we all, right. me and the, the quote-unquote peers that I had lunch with. <laughs> <laughs> we're saying because you had to clarify because I'm not in my 40s, <laughs> right? You're well, way younger, right? Yeah, not yet. Yeah. So then I said, "Hey, do you guys realize that in Back to the Future he goes from the 80s to the 50s, right? If that movie was made today, he'd go back to the 90s." And then everyone at the table co- collectively like barfed and and couldn't handle. The news and started having seizures and, and stuff. Ah! I think the day, the difference between the 80s, I know you were just trying to be funny, but now there's something interesting. Would you agree? The difference between the 80s and the 50s is much more substantial. Much more substantial is the word I would use. Yes. Than the difference from the 23s to the 90s. Yeah, but the whole thing isn't necessarily the difference as much as we're old. <laughs> like we were kids then and now right. we're old now, now, we're now we can relate to the movie in a different way <laughs> right okay yeah so all right trailer of the week was the holdovers the holdovers podcast at pencinema.com if you can remind me quick the name of that movie it starts with the it's like it's not the patience the not the practice it's something anyway it's not goodwill hunting it's not patch adams English it's not Cider House Rules. It's not English. That's not no. in it, I don't think. It's not English. It's in German. It's not Cider House Rules. Mm. It's, we ruled out Scarface. <laughs> we ruled out Scarface. <laughs> and, and you know what's great about this? And I, now I'm actually like really happy. Yeah. I know that there's like six people screaming, screaming at, right, at us. Screaming. Yeah. We legit cannot remember. Right. We could look it up and right. you even tried to I, for a I second. I did for it, but I did. Yeah. But then I felt like I was doing you a disservice because you were trying to tell some story about yeah, an indie movie yeah, in Midtown or something. Yeah, it was pretty lame. <laughs> some guy sat up. Uh, it was funny. <laughs> if you, you had to have been yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know a story's not funny. Yeah, when, when you get bored of it halfway no, through. No, no, like no, I no, did. no, no. You know a story's not funny when at the end of the story, you have to tell the listener, it was so funny. 
Like, if they're not already laughing, you telling them it was so funny is not going to make the story funny. Now I question all my stories. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, you ready about to talk about the big movie? David, this week we reviewed uh, the biggest movie of the year. Yeah. Crazy opening weekend, like 130-something million, right? Where? What planet are you on? Oh. $165 million oh. opening. Barbie opened to $165 million. Insane. When big movies are getting like 80, 80 65, 65, yeah. Right. Insane. Wow. Insane. Yeah, massive. So this was the biggest movie weekend domestically mm. since April of 2019. Wow. Avengers Endgame. And for Penn Cinema, it was also the biggest weekend since Avengers Endgame. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It was really great. It's really exciting. We already covered at the beginning of, at the beginning of the show. So we don't need to rehash it, but mm. I would just like to repeat. It was so fun. Yeah. It was such a fun weekend. Thanks to you, thanks to Drew, thanks to the whole team, but mostly all the fun people that came out to have a good time and see the movie. See the movies, a lot of Barbenheimers, you yeah. know, were out doing the joint Barbie Oppenheimer double feature. Mm -hmm. um, I have not, I did not do the double feature. I'm watching Oppenheimer this week. Same, yeah. same. So, what'd you think of the movie? So, that's all the hype. Yeah. And you can hear it. I mean, it was, I don't it was, know. If, I don't know if that came through, but there was screaming out that's there. That's Barbie. Yeah. I mean, it's a Monday and we're going to do over 2,000 people. That's insane. Anyway, Barbie, I really liked it. I thought it was funny. I, thought the story was well thought out and not like overly cliche. I mean, there were some things you saw coming, but it still worked for me. Um, I thought it had a, at the beginning it felt really heavy handed the message, but then it worked out that it, you know, by the end it didn't feel as heavy handed. I felt like the message got more, um, uh, they didn't dumb it down for the audience. No. Like the, the message is not just like girl power. No, it's a lot You, you know, I mean? it's much more subtle. It's much deeper and it's not limited to genders. I wouldn't say it's subtle as much as it, but I would agree it's not. It's rich. It's, it's not, it's deeper. Deeper. That's the word. It's I'm definitely deeper, it's, deeper, but it's not subtle because yeah. it is in your face immediately. It, first of all, immediately. And then throughout the entire yeah, they don't let movie. You they don't let you forget about what we're talking about. Right. But it works. It does. Now, this is the comment I got from LOL Jamie, who I saw this movie with. Yeah. As soon as the credits started rolling, she said, all I got from that is I'm supposed to hate men. And I was like, I don't, like, okay, like maybe you, I don't know if she turned off, got so turned off from that. Because there was, at one point, it was very much like anti-men. But as a, a guy... Well, this is what I've been telling people. As as a guy watching the movie, like at first I was like, "Wow, this is really anti-men." But then the, as it went on, I was like, "No, it's really it's uh, it's not anti-men. It's just uncomfortable for pointing out the things that it's pointing out, which is what you need to do right. to invoke change." Right. And I felt as a guy watching this movie that is very pro-feminism. At the end of the movie, what I got from it was. Yo, like check yourself. Like when like in your everyday life, like think outside of this box of privilege that that males have that we don't need sometimes realize we have around yeah. us. And you know, think a little bit more about things and how it affects 
other people. And I was like, you know, it could have just been anti-men. Right. Whatever. Right. Like, that would have been pro- easy. Yeah. But I feel like it, you know, at, by the end, it pointed mm-hmm. out that, you know, and, and in some cases, I mean, like with Ken, like he was the masculine villain-ish for a good portion of it. But even then he was, it, it just pointed out, it's like, that's not, you know, he was kind of a product of his own misconceptions. Right. And that's not really, you know, he, he was kind of trapped in it himself. I thought so. as though they did a good job of saying some uncomfortable things, pointing out some uncomfortable truths. Yeah. But also, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? But also, uh, like, they didn't oversimplify it. Like, there's right. no easy answers. Right. There's no, like, oh, well, if we just did it this way, then everything would be okay. Yeah. And especially at the end, it wasn't, everything didn't just go back to the way it was. Yeah. That's not how change works either. Right. Yeah. I thought this movie was great. I loved it. Yeah. I loved the um, the walk with Rhea Perlman, the Barbie yeah, inventor. The yeah. Yeah. I thought that was so well done. It was great, you know. Yeah. And I also thought um, there was somebody else in there from the Cheers era, Danny DeVito. Was it? No, no, no. Wait, where did I see? I saw Danny DeVito in the trailer for um, the Haunted Mansion. I, what, Don't you associate Danny DeVito with Rhea Perlman? Yeah, but... And I haven't thought about either one of them in years. <laughs> and then I go to one screening and I see both of them. I, I just mean that this is not the first time you've had two drastically different things and your brain is like, they are the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) It happened with Indiana Jones. That was totally different. And it was not totally different. No, no, that was totally different because that was me literally mushing up two movies into one movie memory. Into one movie memory. You just said that you liked Danny DeVito in this movie who was not in this movie and indeed was only in <laughs> maybe a minute of a trailer that you saw before the movie. It made a big impression upon me. I mean, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I need to question everything from you now. That's, 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 well, you should. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> David, everything is temporary. Everything is an amalgam with you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's no wonder you do Iron Man. Do you even exist? Are you sure of that? Or <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> right. You do Iron Man because it mushes all the sports right. into one. <laughs> right. <laughs> you have, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing right now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, that's our review with Barbie. Best movie you've ever seen, right? Best movie I've ever seen. Yeah, definitely. If you haven't seen it, which is crazy, go see it. Yeah. So, all right, moving on. Questions, comments, answers, suggestions, and so forth from our listeners who emailed us at our brand new email, right. podcast at Pensacola. I think with the new email, com. we're really going to get even more. Yeah, I mean, I, we get a so lot. so much easier now. We get a lot. Yeah. 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 Um, the first one comes in from the mystery. From who? The mystery gobble. This guy? We do the gobble gobble. We do the turkey wobble. We do the gobble 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 gobble. Say what? I feel like our show has really improved ever since we put the um, the shocks on the table so that when we play the gibble song, the gobble song, the whole table the whole bounces table up bounces. and down. What do you yeah. call that? Like when the guys put it on their cars. Uh, hydraulics? Yeah, they got the hydraulics on the desk. Yeah. Drew 
was kind enough to install the hydraulics. Yeah, we said, hey, can you put the lift key yeah, in? That's what it was, and the lift kit. Like, yeah, 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 no yeah, problem. Yep, so yeah. that's really cool, except yeah. I spilled my water while during the- That was, yeah, that was During the gobble introduction. But thankfully, he put an exhaust on Right, too. so gobble writes in with a link to an article. Mm-hmm. I thought he was saying that, he, so the, at the top of the email, he said something like, I called this, or didn't I predict this, or something like that. And I thought he was gonna tell us that some movie studio had come up with an idea. Remember Cocaine Bear? Do I? Do you run, so speaking, remember a minute ago when I was like, Drew and I were talking this morning about the biggest movies of the year? Right, you were probably, Cocaine Bear was huge. And then we were talking about, like we were saying we should have a special film series, A Parade of Disappointment. Yes! <laughs> and yes. the grand marshal of that parade would be the Cocaine Bear. Right. Right, the most disappointing movie of the year. And I almost say that with love. I because don't. I do, because <laughs> the premise for so Cocaine promising. Bearer had such great potential. It I, like it could have it been did. the greatest movie I've ever seen. Mm, and in so fact, awesome. it was not. So anyway, around the time when Cocaine Bear came out, yeah. Mystery Gobble wrote in about like the sequel is going to be Cocaine Shark. Right. So I, and we all laughed. Oh, that's really funny. You're funny. Yeah. And so then he wrote in, and the headline was something like, didn't I predict this? And I thought it was going to be a link to a Hollywood, like somebody who's making a movie about right. cocaine shark. But in fact, it was a news story that they think that sharks in the oceans are intercepting drug yeah, cocaine, cocaine shipments. Yeah, and eating it. So there are cocaine sharks, not in Hollywood, no, but in the water. So keep that in mind next time you go swimming. Wait till those loan sharks get a hold of those cocaine oh, sharks. Oh, see what you did there? Yeah. yeah. Ah. <laughs> I think the loan sharks have been on cocaine for years. That's true. I think that goes that is back. super true. That goes back a little ways. That was a great article, though, by the way. Yes, thank you, Mr. Then we had our, our boy. We haven't heard from him for a while. Shh. Trailer Master Jason. <laughs> He's a, he's a man of mystery. He is an international yeah. man of trailer mystery. Yes. Trailer Master Jason wrote in. He said, yo, babies make you crazy busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we were like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. He just wanted to comment. We were talking about how the soda <laughs> machines changed. love this guy. Yeah. And he's like, yo, we missed the freestyle sodas. He had like a paragraph story about <laughs> yeah, the, the that's soda right. machine. That's right. And we were like. All right, bro. Yeah. Cool story. Yeah. Cool story, bro. We're keeping the regular yeah, machines. It. It's done now. Right. But then they said they like them. They like these machines do taste better. <laughs> anyway, his big question for Penn. Mm-hmm. Willy Wonka. Wonka's coming out. Mm. What are the chances of getting some Wonka bars up at the at the con- concession stand? I will frequently, maybe that's a strong word, but from time to time, mm. correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. People have written into the show. Yeah. With like, you know what you should do? You should do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And then nine times out of 10, most of the time, I'm like, we already thought of that. And here's why it didn't work. We already tried that right. or it's too expensive or this is why it's a bad idea. You're stupid for writing in. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like all this yeah, kind you of- You often tell people that. Yeah. We, right. <laughs> You're stupid for writing in. That's why people <laughs> right. like to write in. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frequently yeah. people have ideas and, and, and we always say it with love. But usually there's a reason, like usually we thought of that idea 10 years ago, we tried it, 
There's some reason it didn't work. A couple years later, we thought of it again, forgot that it didn't work two years prior, tried it again, it didn't work. Usually we try a bad idea three or four times until we remember like, oh shit, we, we should stop doing that bad idea <laughs> and then we're what? done. And then like five or six later, years later, somebody either writes into the show or stops me at a coffee store or in the yeah. supermarket and it's like, hey, Ben, you know what you should do? You should sell baked goods. Yeah. That would be really great. You should have like homemade whoopie pies. Yeah, how come you hadn't thought right? of that? So with that being said, I will say I had not thought of Wonka bars. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. It is a pretty good idea. I think that is a fantastic idea. I, I think that, idea. that actually would do pretty good. I'm gonna pursue it and yeah, I will give J Trailer Master Jason a free Wonka bar. What? And a ticket. What? Or two. That's amazing. Trailer Master Jason's going to be seeing Wonka. But then, you would have thought that was the highlight of his You would have. You would have. That's, uh, that's a lot right there. But then it that by itself. Was pretty good. As Barbie would say, that's Knuff. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's definitely Knuff. Right. But then he signed off. What? With maybe the best signature ever. <laughs> He's like, hey. 887 days until Avatar 3. <laughs> I just started, I literally lulled at that. I was yeah. like, oh, that, that was good. That was good. My question, and I am revealing my ignorance here. Yeah. Is that a accurate number or is that a- I think at some point there a was being, a date Is that given. a being funny number? No, I think that there was a date given. <laughs> so we think it's almost- We think it's almost three years away is what you're telling me. Yeah. Because- 887, 365 times two is 700 and what, 20 something, 730. You and your numbers. <laughs> you think so fancy. You're so fancy. I don't know. Yeah, it might not be right, but yeah. it was still a great joke. It's, it is hilarious. The fact that there was a countdown, whether it's true or not, right. is funny. Right, right, right. Yeah. You're the big reader. Oh my you God. Do the big read. Oh here? my God. I got to read this. Well, I mean, but it's, it's written in Canadian. Oh, say what? Why is this She's Canadian? Canadian? I know. Why would she write it? She's in Canadian? close. I think we discussed, the border. I think we discussed this earlier and I think she just likes using the Canadian spelling just for, uh, like, well, that's, for not, kicks. that's not the Canadian. That's the, uh, European, isn't it? <laughs> British <laughs> European for sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> David said peeing. <laughs> <coughs> okay. All right. Can we grow up, up for once? I should do Can we up. just be professionals for once? Consummate professionals. <laughs> Please. Okay. Frodo wrote in. Yeah. Regarding. I She she wrote in about pneumonia. No, not pneumonia. Pneumonia? Not the boogie woogie flu? No, not the rock and pneumonia and the boogie woogie flu. Not the rock and not not rock'em sock'em. Right, flu. No, we're talking about an animated pneumona. 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 Yeah. Okay. New Money is my favorite movie. Now she spelled favorite like a Canadian. So, so I just want to share that with our listeners. That's like when I say aluminium instead of aluminum. Right. Absolutely. Or advertisement. Yeah. yeah, okay. So, Nimona is my favorite movie, and it's the first time I've said that about a movie. Wow. This is why it's so great. Yeah. I have plenty of, quote, favorite movies in a broad, plural sense, but I didn't have a favorite movie. I get that. I totally can relate to what she says. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, that's really... Kind of like how you're like, this is the best movie I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, she's got such a good way with words. Yeah. All right, she goes on to write... So she says, I have plenty of favorite movies in a broad plural sense, but I didn't have a favorite movie. 
I watched Nimona and now I have a favorite movie. I have no hesitancy in saying that it is my favorite movie. Nimona is perfect. <laughs> what I love about this email is how many times she has reason to use the word favorite. Yeah. And she spells it like Canadian every time. Every single time. Okay. Nimona is perfect. I could barely see during the credits because of my tears. Presumably tears of joy. Right. I could barely see during the credits because of my tears. And I watched the whole of the credits, mostly because I was sitting there, emotionally stunned, tears intermittently streaming down my face. Holy cow, did that... Well, that's not exactly what she said. No. She said holy cow, but it started with an F. <gasps> holy foul. Holy fuck, did that movie what? hit me. And yeah. the story itself. You know that I love animation, but that's because I love art. And story is my favorite art. The ideas of a good story, the impact of meaning in a story, narrative driven by characters, lore. I love good stories. I have even only ever called one other movie before perfect, and even that one didn't, didn't fit inside my heart like Nimona does. I have a saying. The best pizza in the world is the one that the person eating it likes the most. Nimona is the best movie I've seen. There is no movie I feel as strongly for as I feel about Nimona. There is no question <laughs> Nimona is my favorite movie. My God. If we had a drinking game for every time she said favorite, mm -hmm. we'd both be passed out. Passion, man. Yeah, I love it. There is no question Nimona is my second favorite movie. Oh, her oh, first oh, favorite movie. No, I'm I, sorry. I misread that. It says, <laughs> there is no question Nimona is my favorite movie. That's pretty cool. I think triple exclamation points. She concludes by writing, I am beaming. What? About this movie. Who would have thought? Now, David, I have a question for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, this movie's pretty great. That's what I hear. Um, I mean, she used the word perfect. Favorite. Favorite a couple times. Yeah. Favorite. I favorite think it's right. pronounced favorite. Yeah. Imagine if I read the whole thing saying favorite instead. That would have been that would have been funnier. <laughs> Shit. I missed that opportunity. Missed opportunity. Yeah. Okay, now I have a question for you. Mm. This movie, mm -hmm. Nimona. Mm -hmm. My first question. Yeah. You ever heard of it? Yes. Okay. Second question. I'm so excited about this movie because I just read this incredibly impassioned email from Frodo. Mm -hmm. Where do I go to see it? Netflix. She had a portion of her email. She talked about how it was supposed to come to theaters and then mm. some sort of things happened and, and it didn't make it to theaters. Is this part of the explanation she gave us a few weeks ago about how um, Pixar is only sending its safer movies to theaters? Um, it might be in that category, but I think this had more of like... Um, she kind of alluded to more of a, a viewpoint thing. Um, like an agenda type of thing that this goes against. Mm. So, yeah, I'm not entirely, I don't want to speak incorrectly. That's why I'm being more vague. I see that. Um, because I don't know the correct answer, but that's that there was an agenda that this is, I haven't seen it. I don't know if it speaks for or against or what, but yeah, okay. so that's why it was taken right. off. But I got some <laughs> info this week. Did you? I heard from Top Ten Sarah, she said, what up? What up? And I said, what up, homie? And she said, you know your Dune books that I'm borrowing? And I was like, yeah, I know those. She said, they're about to be world traveling Dune books. She's like, I'm taking them on the plane and I'm traveling all around the world <laughs> to go to the Grand Prix at all these different places to see these race cars go zoom, zoom, left, right, and center. 
and your books are coming along for the ride. Is Sarah going to go to Vegas to see the the race in Vegas? Because they they tore up the entire strip mm. in Vegas to build an F one is that Formula One oh. um, racetrack. You'll have to ask. Yeah, or she'll have to write in. I think I just did ask. Yeah, yeah. podcast at pensinema.com. Yeah. So anyway, she's traveling the world. She's like, I'm going to catch up on the podcast. I got all this time with these flights. <laughs> it's going to be the best. <laughs> hey, good news, Scott. Yeah. For to help her with her travels, today's podcast is going to be four hours long. You don't think you don't worry. It's all back. of this is just the introduction. This is the, we, we're right. going to play the intro any any minute now, <laughs> right? Right. So not to be outdone. Mm-hmm. We then heard it's a from, family affair. Yeah, it's a family affair. Uh, everyone's favorite sister. Mm. She said, "We asked how could we improve the podcast, knowing that." No one would be able to give any answers. <laughs> right. 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 Everyone's favorite sister is like, you, you want to improve it? Yeah. Do an entire episode in Pig Latin. Igpe Atenley? Exactly. Oh. Exactly. Yay. It's not. Yay. Yeah, it's not right. <laughs> I've already failed. <laughs> right. You're out. Yeah. <laughs> that just leaves me and the crew. <laughs> yeah, we'll see who can hold up. Frank, he does this right, all the time. He does too. It's true. He went to the championship. Yeah. He'll true. be fine. Championships say. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right How do you say Hawaii in Pig Latin? Hawaii. Hawaii. Oh boy. Anyway. <laughs> so look, if you want to be a part of the show like these wonderful people, go ahead and email us podcast at pencinema.com. That's our new email. Right. Podcast at pencinema.com. Right. Pen, what are you doing? What's been going on with you outside? What are you reading? What are you watching? What are you writing? Yeah, what are you reading? Yeah. What are you, what's going on? I'm watching a crowded room on, uh, I believe it's Apple TV. Did I talk about this last week? I don't, I, I, I don't know. It's really good. It stars Tom Holland and Amanda Amanda oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember I, I thought I was watching a whole thing, and then all of a sudden I had to wait a week for another episode. That's right. Yeah, so now I watched the next episode. Now I have to wait another week, so I'm a little annoyed. Yeah. But the show is great. Yeah. Also listening to a podcast called The Watch. Mm. You heard of this? No. It's mostly a TV podcast, but what got me interested in it was that they promised in the little summary thing. I heard from a friend of mine that he listens to to The Watch. Okay. And, and it's not just the ticking clock and the, the time is right. Now. <laughs> right. No. No. It's a whole different thing. Oh, okay. Right. All right. It's a okay. Whole, you got The Watch, different. and then The Watch. The Watch. Right. Okay. All right. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> I thought they were going to be talking about the writer's strike. Okay, yeah. Which they did. Okay. But then they said nothing interesting about it. Mm. So now I want to put one last thing. Because when I think about what I've been do- doing, what I've been up to, you know what I've been doing? What? You ever played Dutch Blitz? The card game? Yes. I have. We have been playing Dutch Blitz at my house like it's going out of style. Yeah? It is so fun. You know what my favorite part of that story is? How I was not part of it. <laughs> I am not a fan of that of those games. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's what I've been doing. Wow. What about you? So, Secret Invasion's a big letdown. It continues to move forward. And you continue to watch it. And I can, well, I mean, mm. I've got to stay in the know. I don't know if you're a professional <laughs> podcaster. Dude, Strange New Worlds blew the lid off of things. Mm. There's this animated version of Star Trek mm. that's goofy and funny. Mm-hmm. And in the last episode of Strange New Worlds, the animated people came into the real, and they had the people who do the voices actually play the characters. Oh my God. For real. And it was so good. My God. 
but nobody else cares. So whatever. Wait, Joel, I have a question. Joel Codes and I talk like we just we just like go on and on our fangirl. About, yeah, about. I have a question episodes. for you. Yeah. Did I see a headline? Are they making a Star Trek musical? The next episode of Strange New World, or two episodes from the episode of Strange New World, is called uh, I think it's Starship Rhapsody, and it is a musical episode. Of Star Trek. What I love about Strange New Worlds is they're not afraid right. to do these wacky yeah. things. Like a, a, this is almost this is almost enough to make me want to tune in. Almost. No, I think it might be. It's on Paramount Plus though, right? Yeah, Which yeah, I yeah. don't have. So that's uh, if only had your boy had a login for you. That's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, you're like if only. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> gotta listen to my clock. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay, but here's something I did. Yeah. I oh, went to this. Oh. I went to this thing. Mm. It's in Northern Philly. It's called Otherworld. Mm. It is an experience. Mm. If you like interactive experiences, or even escape rooms or I puzzles, do. I do. Yeah, Pen. I'm no. I'm legit. Pen. You need to go to this thing. Okay. So it officially opens August fourth, right? Mm. They had two weekends of. Like uh, beta testing. Mm-hmm. And you got in on uh, one of them. I got in on one of them. Yeah. And mm. so it's this weekend and next weekend, and then it opens. Um, and I, 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 can't, know, I guess it I opens can't, next week. Yeah. I can't go next weekend because I'm doing a live show Wait. at Complete Inbox in Ephrata at noon. High noon? Yeah. They gave me the spot. Oh my yeah. gosh. Can I yeah. Go? Well, I mean, are you busy? You got plans? It's funny you mentioned. Ah. I'm doing a live show. Really? A complete box in Ephrata, Pennsylvania. Wait, the the one over, over here, right there in Ephrata, yeah, at, at high noon. At high noon, because yeah. mine's at high noon. Are you also high noon? I, we should. They, they double booked us. Did we just become best friends? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it's this experience. They have these kind of things in like in like Vegas and stuff. There's another other world in in I think Columbus, Ohio. Uh, you walk in and it's just like the craziest things, like. There's a, an Asteroids arcade machine, right? But then the bottom part of the arcade machine is a tunnel that looks like uh, com- computer boards. And you crawl through that down this tunnel of computer boards and you come out into a room where the walls are all LEDs and there's these two pillars. And at the top of the pillar is like the spaceship from the Asteroids. And you, you and another person can sit there and the whole room, it's like you're inside the video game. Like the little, like asteroids are coming down at you and you've got to like aim the ship at it and fire it. Or there's like a giant dragon, like, like, like it's about to eat you. And then you walk through its mouth and it's esophagus is like, it's like a, the walls are like balloons, like filled with air and you got to push through and then you come out in some other room and each room has weird themes and puzzles in them, all sorts of crazy cool things. And it was amazing. Yeah. Like a tree made out of arms just like, and then the hands are sticking out doing like high fives and fist pounds. And when you interact with them, the tree like will change color. It's all this stuff with like cameras and interactive, like, you know, invisible lasers and stuff. It's really cool. If somebody described all that to me, you have to look up pictures. The very first person I would think of would be David Moulton. Google other world and then go to images and you'll kind of get the, the look of like what it is. Mm. Yeah. Dope. So, all right, so moving on. Next week, you might not know this, but we're going to be having a live show mm-hmm. at Complete Box 12th Anniversary right. Celebration. So to celebrate the 12th in 12th Anniversary, we requested and got the 12 p.m. spot. Right. Which a lot of people refer to as high noon. High, yeah, yeah. 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 And that's next week. Yeah. So should, can people come out? 
Yeah, people should oh. definitely come out. Okay. Because we're not going to be, I mean, we're the, the, the headliner. Are we going to have like prizes? I think I heard something about yeah, prizes. Yeah, I think I'm going to bring some prizes, some passes to give away. Oh. I got something to inter- inter- tell you right now. Talk to me. We were going to talk about this after the show. Yeah. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let everyone know. Yeah. The Abacus has, Stop put, it. has put together Stop it. A, I newly, can't. a newlywed game for the two of us oh my God. at the live show. <laughs> oh my God. i got to answer questions about you. <laughs> You've got to answer questions about me, and then we have a competition about joint questions about the podcast. That is brilliant. So prepare your butts, people. Absolutely brilliant. It's going to be crazy. Is there an actual trophy to go along with this? I don't know. Maybe. Probably yeah. not. We have to ask the abacus. Yeah. So. The winner gets to keep doing the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, the other way around. <laughs> the winner can finally retire. The loser has to keep doing the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But we're also going to be talking about Oppenheimer next week. Next week so. for Oppenheimer. That's yeah. a long movie. Mm, my God. Okay. All right. So if you want to be a part of the show, best way to do that is go ahead and email us, podcast at pencinema.com. Mm. But if you want to support the show, mm. Penn, what is the number one way people can do that? Be an effort at Complete in the Box on Saturday, July 29th at 12 o'clock p.m. Right. And if you can't be there, tell someone else to be there for you. <laughs> right. We will be taking attendance. <laughs> attendance <laughs> is mandatory. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, once again, for the Penn Center Podcast, I'm David Walton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. Take, Take care, care and party, party on. on. Thanks for joining us this episode. Our hosts would love to hear from you. To contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at pencinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners. With locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.pencinema.com.